Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Trots Talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kira, good morning. Welcome to Trots Talk. It's Michael Guerin joining you on a Sunday morning. I hope your day has started well. And I hope you back some winners yesterday so you have some money in your TAB account because we are going winner hunting today at Timaru. Far Lap Raceway, where we have the Spring Rewards Meeting. What does that mean? What it means is, is that horses, we're going to compare apples with apples. If you've got a lower grade horse, you have these big bonus races of $20,000, and it's for those who aren't the stars of the show. They're not the New Zealand Cup horses, but today is their New Zealand Cup for their owners and their connections and their trainers. We wish them the best of luck in the five spring reward races there. And that's our chance to give you a chance to back, well, not to back a winner, to make some money to back a winner later on. Text in to double eight double three. Get your phone out. You know how it works. Double eight double three. Text in your name, your TAB account number, and today's code word, which is rewards. Rewards, because today is Spring Rewards Day out of Timaru. And maybe because producer dude Robbie is basically a sop for a sob story. If you've got a sob story on the punt, if you've got a reason why you should get the $50 bonus bet courtesy of the TAB, thank you TAB people, you let us know via your text, double eight double three. You've got to have the code word, you've got to have your TAB account number, and you've got to have the reason why you deserve the $50 bet. Maybe it's a bad day on the punt, maybe it's your birthday, maybe you just want to make a story up that amuses us. Get those texts in to double eight double three for your chance to win your $50 courtesy of the tab. The first guy to join us on the show this morning with plenty of great chances out of Timaru is Matthew Williamson. Good morning to you, Matty. How are you, brother? Good, thanks, mate. Mate, it's a great idea, these spring reward races. These aren't the best horses in the country, but it gives those horses who are racing today a chance to race for some serious money. 100%. Yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a great initiative and... Uh... All right, mate, you're not driving in the first on the card because that's for the amateur drivers, and uh, fair to say you're a little bit better than that. Um, scanning through your drives for the day, I thought you had a very strong letter book, but let's get to Brad Mowbray's in the third on the card. Fourth amendment goes okay, and it's not a very strong field. Yeah. The only wee thing is uh, he sort of hasn't uh, done any work in his races, and he's actually been racing super. His form is probably nearly um, the best in that field now he's been racing lately, but it's just, uh, yeah, his draw makes it tricky for him whether, you know, if he can slot handy without doing any work, um, but it's going to be hard to do that from that draw. So he's going to need a wee bit of luck, but if he's got a wee bit of luck, he'd be right there. 
Mate, in the fourth on the card, the two-year-old trot you drive, Miss Gracie. Now, she qualified way back in February. Clearly, she has ability, but... Maddie, you know a good trotter, and there's a good trotter in this race in high energy and a few others as well. This is a tough field for two-year-olds. Yeah, 100% tough ask. Uh, looks to have ability for sure, but uh, does look a tough ask. As, uh, as you know, there's a few there that look like they're going to be pretty smart trotters. Okay, mate, you drive. He's tough in the sixth on the card. Another one for Brad Mowbray, good, tough horse. He's well-named. Nice win last time out. And again... Uh, it's not a scary race because it's not one of the rewards race. So what sort of chance would you give He's Tough? This is in race six at quarter past three. Yeah, it was a really good win the other day. Uh, the horse just needs the right run. He got a lovely trip the other day. I think he's been through a full-back throw and finished it off nicely. Um, you know, it's being cleared up. You'd imagine now he's probably in peak fitness. So, uh, yeah, it, it's just an in tip away and get a nice run. He is a horse that's better with the sit. So uh, if he can get a nice helmet follow, he, he should be right there. Maddie, in the seventh on the card, which is one of our wonderful spring reward races, uh, you drive Sneak a Peak. Now, she's got a second-line barrier draw, but her recent form is at least as good or better than most here. Yeah, 100%. She's uh, looking like getting back to some of her better form. She, she turned, went right off there for a period, but, uh, yeah, he's got her sort of peaking at the right time, I suppose, with the spring rewards now. Um, yeah, just the draw to move can be a tricky track if you've got to do work on it, you know, tight enough to be um, three wide and doing work on. But uh, as you say, she, her credentials are the best in the field, so uh, if she gets any luck, she does look the horse to be. Inform horse and the eighth on the card for you, Maddie, is Cody Banner. Um, I thought last start win was good, but the horse drawn alongside you, Resolve, was actually better in a far stronger field last week. Yeah, 100%. Matt, a guy I haven't had much to do with, but I do like him as a trainer, is David Mitchell. He clearly has some clue about what he's doing. He has deceptive Lee in the ninth on the card. Yes, no, Dave does a good job. Um, yeah, you know, he's had some nice horses. <coughs> David's a really nice one. And, uh, yeah, I thought deceptive Lee surprised me, actually. Um, I didn't believe it was up to that level at race last start, and, man, it got home good. So uh, it's just another one with that bad draw on Timaru. You know, he could be... Um, in the last sort of four or five straightening, which is, you know, a forlorn task. But if it gets a nice drag up into it, uh, you know, the way he finished the other day at Eddington in a, in a stronger field, or at least a strong, uh, you'd have to say that he's a chance of him getting that run. Mighty Reactor is a horse who can pit itself in the race and gets the barrier draw to do so in the 10th on the card. Yeah, he'd have to get across it to be any chance, and the chance he does. But, uh, yeah, he'd, he'd just be more of a top three, top four chance, but um, he is actually racing all right, but uh, yeah, he just, just probably drawn out enough in a strong enough field. Alright, Matty, what's your best chance for the SENZ listeners this morning of driving a winner or getting us a divvy at Timaru today? Yeah, I'd probably go sneak a peek. Um, you know, she's not at a great price, but um, she'd be the safest option as far as, I, as, far as I've seen. I think she, you know, she gets a wee bit of luck her way. Um, she should hopefully get the job done. Matty, what did you make of your two open-class drives at Addington on Friday night? Cranbourne, obviously, Mr. Wade, does he head to a Methven Cup, I presume? And uh, what did you make of Midnight Dash on the trot? Yeah, I thought Midnight Dash was a 
Yeah, well, Midnight Dash, um, he, he, uh, I thought he was disappointing last week when uh, Ben drove me, should have won that race, but I probably flattened him the week before sitting parked on a hot clip. And then uh, yeah, he bounced back the other day. I thought it was a very good run. So he, he's one of those horses he can run top three, top four in, in um, sort of the Dominion or something like that if he can get a good draw and get on the markers because he sort of can follow that clip. He just can't um, do any work while they're running those sectionals. So no, happy with how he's going. And Cranbourne, uh, yeah, we just had um, a go without the overcheck the other night and he got squeezed really badly by a South Coast artist um, just prior to the start. It was a bit of a hopeless start for us to this year. Um, you know, he was lying all over us and then they let the tape go. So um, it wasn't all of his fault, but yeah, going to put the overcheck back on him for Medford. So hopefully, uh, yeah, he steps away there. I know he's going well, so hopefully uh, if he begins there, um, he gets a chance to show it. How's fatherhood going, Matty? All going well? You're, you're, uh, you're in, in, the, in the groove now of being a stallion? Yeah, definitely. Actually, uh, got a third itchy on the way now too, Mick. So, um, yeah, I haven't uh, parked up yet. So, yeah, bit of the light just keeps giving. You're, you're a machine. Good on you, Matty. Congratulations to you and Charlotte. I didn't know you had the third on the way, mate, so congratulations. In a couple of years' time, you'll start to buy, start buying some footy boots for, so they have the kids running around down there in North Otago. Maddie, these days the girls are out there playing rugby. The World Cup starts in a couple of days, brother. It could be your daughters in 20 years' time. <laughs> don't, don't give up on the footy dream just yet, brother. Yeah, true, true. But yeah, size isn't in the breed, so I don't know how they'll go. But it, uh, yeah, yeah, they might be halfbacks. <laughs> they, they might be halfbacks, Matthew, exactly. Mate, thanks for joining us today. Get round safe at Timaru this afternoon. That's Matthew Williamson, who is his beautiful wife, Charlotte's having their third child. So congratulations to them, and it's a, a wonderful um, addition to their family coming up. And uh, yeah, so far, um, lots of girls in the family. But of course, these days, girls can play footy. Of course they can. Rugby World Cup starts here on SENZ actually next weekend, and it's going to be massive if you follow a bit of the footy with our wonderful Black Ferns. Uh, Johnny Morrison is another guy who we think has a really strong book of drives today. He's taken time out of his morning to talk to us. Morning, John. How are you, mate? How we going, Nick? All right? Mate, All I'm in love with life, brother. I'm looking forward to the races today. That'll be really cool. And I'm looking forward to the NRL final tonight. Now, I know you harness racing boys go to bed nice and early, but are you going to stay up and watch Pendleton Parramatta? Uh, it depends on how good a day I have today. If I have a bad day, maybe not. Well, I'll see how we go. <laughs> <laughs> at least, at least you're honest, Johnny. Well, let's get into uh, into your chances today. Um, let, let's start with the one that you think's your best chance, and we'll get to the other ones after that. What's your best chance to uh, Timaru? Uh, sort of bit of an even <laughs> bunch, but um, sort of there's I oh, like Best Trio and Tiger Taylor. I can't really split those two. The draws sort of probably haven't helped them too much, but um. Yeah, they're the later two anyway, and they're going really good races and that, so they're sort of not much between them, but they're sort of an even bunch. Like Majestic Roll-On's been going good, but I you know, just don't know how she'd suit the Timaru track, that's all, but um, hopefully she can just get round. So, yeah, talk, to us, there, talk to us about that, John. So when you say the Timaru track, is is it flat? Is it a, a, a track that suits horses on the speed? Uh, what do you guys feel out there that us punters can't see? Um, well, it's probably a bit of both, like you've just said, actually, Mick. Um, bit of a front runner sort of bias, really. But um, if they go good sectionals, they can still come from anywhere. But um, particularly with the trotters, the first bend from the 216 can be a wee bit tight, and it's quite a flat track. So it's, you've sort of got to nurse them that first bit to get round. And, um, yeah, like usually the second time round, they get it round it not too bad. But that first bend can just be a wee bit tricky. But um, it's not a track you sort of want to be coming too wide on, to be fair. 
You drive one of the old maestros of New Zealand harness racing, take after me in the fifth on the card. And to be honest, John, you're probably stealing your driving fees here because I reckon take after me could go out there and run around by himself. <laughs> yeah, old Rocky knows what he's doing. He's um, a real lovely old horse to drive. And, um, yeah, he he tries his heart out all the time and um, gets himself into good posse. So hopefully he could just get to the rail early and, Follow, follow along and see what happens. But yeah, he he's a place chance or um, top four chances. Yeah, if he gets away, which he generally does. So he's one of those ones just always having the mix somewhere. In race six, you drive Real Men Wear Pink, which is very apt for Breast Cancer Month. Obviously in October. Um, look, I know the form's not great, John, but ran second to Cranbourne in a recent trial. What sort of chance would you give Real Men? Um, he's sort of um, a horse that's really sort of just started to turn the corner last time and he won a race and then he sort of started doing things wrong and had enough so Mike turned him out and he he's really sort of come back a lot maturer anyway so um his trials have been really good uh the only thing is he's he's just sort of new to the stands really so whether he could get away quick enough to get handy I don't know but he's probably one just to watch this time and if he's running on real good he's one to play next time but yeah he'll probably learn learn a lot out of today anyway what about Trouble Supreme? Got a wide barrier draw in race seven. Didn't cop leading last time, so does that make you think twice about heading forward on the Michael Heenan train gelding? Um, he sort of um, gets a bit keen. He, he gets out of the gate fine, but if he's left in the open, he sort of can pull a wee bit. So I'd probably be trying to get back in somewhere if I can, but um, it's just how far you've got to go back to get in is a hard thing. So... Um, it's sort of one of those ones I just got to play it play it by ear when the gate goes whether we're either going forward or going back. So um, he is definitely best driven with one run, but I'd hope to try driving like that, but we'll just see what happens. John, you mentioned Majestic Roll-On at the top of this interview. Look, she's in a nice race today. I mentioned Resolves in this field, um, King of Love, Sue Princess is very consistent. This is a nice race and a good, a good field for the lower-grade rewards trot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, um, and it, it's a great concept too, having these um, winter rewards and sort of all these like races for these horses, which is great. Like, um, not often these horses get to race for twenty grand, so um, it's just the thing she's just got to get round. And she went really good at Omaru, but she was just left a bit flat foot around the corner, but she got up the straight well. So hopefully, it's just running a nice tempo where she can just look to be getting into it the last sort of four hundred or so. But um, yeah, as I say, Mick, the question mark over getting round that track, I'm just not too sure yet. The highlight of the day for the Pacers is race nine at 4.32. You mentioned Tiger Taylor might be one of your best early in the day, but tricky barrier draw, and, and this is a nice field for this grade. Yeah, really nice field. Um, she's definitely has improved a wee bit on, um, yeah, obviously springtime. She's bloomed a wee bit, and she's looking really well. So um, same thing, sort of just got to get a good run and, sort of see her running on again she sort of can't do a lot of work but she's got to have a nice economical trip so a bit of relying on luck again with the draws really in the last on the card mate you drive um best trio for dean taylor must be a good guy to drive for dean because a lot of people wouldn't know dean was a canterbury rugby league representative he's just a good fella good attitude and i'm sure he's lots of fun to drive for yeah, no, really good guy, Dean, and um, yeah, Dean and Leslie have been really good to me, and um, yeah, Dean's awesome to drive for. He's um, never, never complains. You could win or run last, and he wouldn't matter. You could bugger it up completely, and he it wouldn't worry him. So he's one of those fellas. He's good to drive for, and he's very loyal. So no, he's been going really good, best trio. So um, I'm quite happy with him. He probably didn't suit the longer grass and built 
sort of wetter track the other day at Montcrara, but he, he, he should be thereabouts today. All right, Johnny, what's your chance of driving a winner for the SENZ listeners, John? Because you know how it rolls. The league's on tonight. People want to have a glass of wine or a beer and watch your footy, and they're going to need your help to have some money in the account. Yeah, well, I'd probably have to play more around best trio in the last of his year because we'll know more by the end of the day on how everything's going. But, yeah, just the way he's been going and back to the grit, I'd, yeah, I really think he could probably get some money today. He should be able to get top three. Mate, we appreciate your time. Get round safe today, get home safe, and uh, hopefully things go well. So you, st- you can stay up on Witcher footy. <laughs> very good, very good. Thanks, Mick. Bloody good. John Morrison there, uh, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. They are the, uh, the people behind this show. Trot's talk here on SENZ on a Sunday morning. Lots of options to have a bet there today at Timaru. The odds are open at tab.co.nz. We will talk to Matt Peden, our bookmaker, very shortly after this break about where the money is heading today and also an extremely inform inter-island Zachary Butcher. They'll be here after this break, but get your text in. We're getting plenty of text. The code word is reward. We need your name. Your TAB account number, the code word reward or rewards, we'll take either of those. And if you want, you can spice it up by texting to us why you should be our $50 bonus bet winner. Barry said, we had to retire our mayor Lexi T this week because of knee problems. We didn't want to break her down and therefore we could do her some good news. That's a very good leading text. You're the clubhouse leader there, Barry, with that text to get the chance to win the $50 bonus bet courtesy of our friends at the TAB. We'll take a break here on SCNZ. Don't go too far away. On the other side, Zach Butcher and Matt Peden. Welcome back to Trot's Talk. Get your text into double eight double three. Let us know why you should be winning a $50 bonus bet courtesy of the TAB. Your name, your TAB account number, and the code word rewards. We might take reward. It's all the same stuff. To double eight double three. And if you have a reason why you should win the fitty, you just let us know. Great to have your company on a Sunday morning. Strange old night at Addington on Friday night. Real strange. Matt Peden is the spokesman for the harness bookies at the TAB. And Matt, that must have been a clean up for you boys because it was a mess for the punters, particularly with the cooter and the open class trot. So, Nick, yeah, well, I haven't seen the final results yet, but um, just given the amount of shorties that got him beaten throughout the night, and you know, with the cooter getting rolled at a twenty and must have been at a dollar seventy, you'd like to think that it was probably in our favour, but um, it was a night that punters would like to forget, and I think a lot of the form students would too. So interesting to see what comes out of that. I saw Akuta was quite a significant drifter in the New Zealand Cup market because of his defeat. He ran fourth in the Lazarus. Are you guys at the tab more or less factoring in that he's an unlikely starter now? Yeah, just with it's, um, just with the, the chance that he probably had the potential not to go to the Cup, we thought he's probably, as you said, even less likely to be there now. So just until confirmation comes to the from the stable, which way they want to go, we thought realistically there's probably going to be no one lining up to back him at nine dollars anyway. We can we can sort of sit him in there until uh, until the situation becomes clearer. What about the open class horses? BD Joe was good. You still have him at backable odds for the New Zealand Cup, but self assured is shortened. Was that because he was more than adequate in the Canterbury Classic, or because of what's happened around him, including the defeat last night at Melton of copy that? Yeah, Silvershaw came into about 2.5 after Akuta's run in the Lazarus, and we just edged him out that little bit to 2.8. But um, 
that was more to do, like you say, with Akuta than, than his performance. We thought he went quite well. And there's a couple lining up in behind him that if they got the right run in the cup, like a BD Joe or a, even a, a rock and roll do who's been well supported in the last 24 hours again, um, that they're knocking on the door. But um, Selvashaw is still going to hold favouritism. It's just whether or not he gets out of that 3 or 3.2 in the next week or so. The open class trot was a bloodbath for anybody who wasn't Craig Ferguson, who won the race with Smoking Bandar. Uh, Muscle Mountain galloping away from a stand, we've seen it before. Sunday Sun galloping for no reason, we've seen it before but not for a long time. Um, the, the last time I looked was yesterday morning and we had Bolt for Brilliance now equal favourite with Sunday Sun for the Dominion. Uh, is that a case more of the fact that they're doing things wrong and he's not? Or are you guys thinking after the Road Cup, maybe that gap is closed? Yeah, we actually moved Bolt for Brent to an equal favourite with Sunday Sun on Thursday afternoon. And look, the, the, just after seeing that trial behind uh, behind Hot and Treacherous in the, in the week prior, we, we just feel like that gap is well and truly closing. And if he got to the pegs and was able to stay in front, that he'd probably become the horse to beat. So... Look, there was no one lining up to take the 250 Sunday Sun, so we were happy to edge him out and just see what sort of price we can we can start laying him at. Okay, what about today, Matt? We head to 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 Maru, and it's a really good day. I love this concept of the spring rewards races because you're comparing apples with apples. There's none of these big standout this or win type horses. Therefore, they're good betting races. Uh, have the punters been getting involved at all? Yeah, the races are starting to heat up now in terms of turnover. Race four is probably one of the two races which I can find that's, that's had the most support, uh, the two-year-old trot. Uh, they're focused on high energy in that. Some beaten first up. She's had a good trial. Mark Purden and Hayden Cullen don't often take them down there. But um, if Johnny Cox can weave a bit of magic from the from the sticky gate, we know how good she is and she's got that, that great turn of foot. And Look, she's been 320 into 280, just out of 320, but... Um, I think if she could win that today, that she'd, she'd well and truly cement favouritism for a couple of those features that are coming up in the next month or two. Uh, the other one which has been really well backed has been Art Attack in race nine. It's been 21 into $9, which is a, a really confident push. and a lot of money each way for him as well. So uh, just looking through that race here, there's not a great deal of money at the top of the market. So you'd, you'd think that... Um, you'd think that if they keep supporting him, he may actually press for favouritism just given what's going on there. Mate, we appreciate your time this morning, Matt. I know it's a, a semi-day off early on a Sunday, so we appreciate you updating the punters on what's going on with the TRB odds for the features, the futures, and today, of course. Pleasure, Mick. Good luck to everyone having a play today. It's Matt Peden from The Tab. Very good fella. Always gives us the honest opinions on what's going on and gives you insight into the markets. Another good fella is Zach Zachary Butcher, who these days lives in two islands. Let's get this out of the way nice and early, Zach. Um, you're spending a lot of time in Canterbury. Are the Cantabrians trying to woo you to move to the South Island? Oh, not so much the Cantabrians, but Laura definitely is. <laughs> well, she's obviously a very bad judge. Um, let's talk about what you did at Cambridge on Thursday night, mate. You drove Merlin, and at the 500, I thought to myself, Zach stuffed this up. He's waited too long. But you waited, and you got the job done. Sometimes, not very often, but sometimes you remind me of your father. That's exactly what he would have done, and he would have won too. Yeah, it's one of those things, you know, he's... Um Got a lot of racing coming up, a lot of big racing, so you can't go out there and, um, I guess, drive him hard all the time and always thought he had the speed to pick them up. And, uh, yeah, it's just qualifying was the main aim and lucky enough to get over the top of them at the right time.
He's got proper speed, Zach. Yeah, I went back and had a look. Though. He didn't have the sectionals up on the night, but um, went back and had a look, and I got home in 27 off the front, so uh, not many of them will pick them up um, around Cambridge wide down that sort of time. So, yeah, he's got speed to burn, that's for sure. It's awfully hard to go to the South Island and beat Mark and Hayden's horses in these good two- and three-year-old races, but you're going to go down there and have a crack. Is he the one horse who, a little bit like Bella Montana in the Phillies ranks, has the speed to maybe dive-bomb them in a big race? 100%, you know, uh, in any of those big races, you obviously got to be able to follow speed and still come off and um, rip those quick quarters home, and he's shown he can do that. So uh, the good thing with him, too, he's, he's starting to learn a bit more now. He's a bit more versatile. He can come back off the gate. He, he uh, doesn't get as keen. So <clears throat> if you want, you can burn him. You can put him in the right spot and... And that's what you need to be able to, uh, to beat any of those horses in those races. I guess they're all there for a reason, so you've got to respect them all. Mate, these days you're driving in both islands. Obviously, your partner Laura is based in the South Island, so you're also spending some time down there on the weekends. That means driving at Timaru today, you're on Move It On Over uh, in race six. Look, I suppose one thing about driving in both islands, Zach, is you're getting more experience driving the other way around in a more standing start races, so it can't do you any harm. You, you might be learning some stuff. No. No, not at all. There's uh, definitely a lot of pros to it. Uh, I'm actually in the car with Laura on the way down now, and she stresses me out a wee bit. We're always running a little bit behind time, so <laughs> hopefully we get down there in time. But a couple of handy enough drives today. Um, again, I'll need to figure out my way around Timaru and uh, see how the track plays out. But yeah, a couple of chances, that's for sure. All right, what's the horse um, out of the ones you've seen, either driven or you've, you've done the video work on, that you give the best chance for the punters today? Probably move it on over and another one in race eight. Uh, I think it's race eight. I'm just going to bring call now while I'm talking, actually. Might be race nine. Will, will he rock? Uh, will he rock, yeah. He actually went uh, pretty good last start at Addington. Draw doesn't help, but I think he's got a little bit of toughness about him. So one of those things, talk to a few people. Tim is the sort of track you've got to be handy on, so we'll be driving him with a little bit of confidence today. Mate, uh, I'm not sure if you saw last night at Melton, but Major Perry won a heat of the Victorian Derby. I'm sure you weren't watching harness racing at 11 o'clock last night, but uh, your old mate Scotty Phelan drove him an absolute peach and he got up and won a heat of the Derby, so he might be an improving horse, Major Perry. You wouldn't believe it. I actually did watch that race. It was the only one I watched and I went to bed just after that. So, um, yeah, super drive, I thought. 400 from home, he's going to need a bit of luck, but he got him into the right spot at the right time, and yeah, it was a good finish, that's for sure. Mate, good luck today. Um, sorry to hear you're running late. I think um, everybody who's got a partner in life realises sometimes you say, come on, we're going, and 20 minutes later you leave the house. So we hope you make that's it to... That's exactly what happened. I hope you make it to Timaru <laughs> on time, Zach. We've all been there, and I'm not going to say it's a male-female thing because I'm sure it happens the other way around too, just not in my <laughs> house. <laughs> Cheers, mate. It's Zachary Butcher who drove a pearler on Merlin at Cambridge on Saturday night. And haven't we all been there? Whether it's family members, partners, wives, husbands, whatever. Come on, we're leaving the house. And 20 minutes later, you leave the house and you're like, oh, this is great. Well, Zach's having that day today. But Laura's worth it, I'm sure. He's off to Timaru. Get your text into us if you want to get $50 to have a bet, courtesy of the tab. Thank you, tab people. To double eight double three. If you're wondering where Greg O'Connor is today, he's actually on an international espionage mission, um, keeping New Zealand safe. Greg is actually a part-time spy, and he's overseas working for the government and the Secret Service, and therefore he can't be with us. So, Greg, not on the show today, so no Southern Man segment.
Either that or he's playing golf in Dunedin. It's entirely impossible to tell which one of those two things is true. But one of them's true. I'll let you have a think about that. Get your text into double eight double three. We need your name, your TRB account number, and the code word rewards, because it's spring rewards day down there at Timaru. If you've got a reason why you should get the $50 from the tab, add that to your text. Kevin says it's his birthday. I'm not sure that's true. There's no way we can prove it. We give him some sort of chance that maybe he gets a chance to win the 50, although personally honest, I think that Barry, who's retired Lexi T from trotting because she's got a sore knee, he might be the clubhouse leader. See if you can beat Barry. Get involved. Text into 8833 with why you should win. On the other side of this break, we'll talk to the man who lit up Addington on Friday night. Craig Ferguson. 400 to travel and Matuatana, he's done all of the work. He'll turn for home as the leader. The grey smoke and Bandar breathing down his neck. Enhine trotted to third and then midnight dash 28-6 third quarter. Matuatana for home. Back to the inside giving chases. Smoke and Bandar and then Enhine. Matuatana Smoke and Bandar goes to him. Smoke and Bandar goes on by Matuatana and Smoke and Bandar. Smoke and Bandar brilliant fresh up. One at two and a half on There were lots of stars at Addington on Friday night, but maybe the biggest of them all was Craig Ferguson, young trainer driver from the Deep South. Took two to the races, one with them both, including the feature trot with Smoke and Bandar. He joins us now. Good morning, Craig, and mate, congratulations. That must have been incredibly satisfying on Friday night. Yeah, g'day, mate. Um, It certainly was. It was um, a huge thrill. Let's talk about Smoking Bandar. I interviewed you about six months ago when it won a mediocre-ish mid-grade race at uh, at uh, Addington. You said, look, we'd love to come back for Cup Week. Well, not only are you coming back, you're actually a chance. You're a player in these big races. Will this horse go to both races during Cup Week, the uh, the mobile or, the, or the, the starting race on the Cup Day, the first day, and also the Dominion? Uh, I think he will. Initially, the plan was just to try and get him in the Dominion, but um, you know the way he sort of stepped up this time in. Um, like obviously, it's only early days, but if he sort of continues like he has, um, we probably will look to go to both because he's good from a mobile and a race like the free for all. You know, it, it could quite suit him. What's been the main turnaround for Smoking Bandar? Always been a nice horse, but now you're in the big time. Is it a maturity thing? Is it a strengthening physically thing? Or uh, is it a horse who has taken time at this grade to start to learn what it's all about? Yeah, it's probably just a maturity thing. I think um, we've sort of tried to you know, race him sparingly. Um, you know, he hasn't had a whole heap of starts for um, a horse of his age. Um, you know, he's just every time he's had a break, he's sort of come back a little bit better. So um, I think just he's strengthened up a little bit. He's got a little bit more mature. Um, the trips to Addington and that have certainly um, made him. And, you know, he's starting to turn into, you know, a bit of a professional just on how he does things. How tough is it for you to get horses from where you are to Addington and back? Because obviously trainers in Canterbury, it's an hour, it's half an hour, it's easy stuff. Tell us about when you take Smoke and Bandar to Addington, what that entails. Well, you were really lucky um, when I come up here. Um, we start Regan Todd, former Southlander as well. So, um, you know, and he, he's great. He just, um, you know, would do anything for you, so... We're able to stay at his place, and you know he's got brilliant facilities where where he is at um, 
the old hearse there with the swimming pool and that. So, um, you know, it takes us about seven or eight hours to get up here, but we come the day before and, um, you know, the horses can go out and have a bit of a swim the morning of and that, and they seem to really handle the travelling well. Tell us about how you get Smokin' Bandar to a dominion race-wise between now and then. Uh, yeah, so he'll... I'm actually going to leave him up here in Canterbury. Um, I've got three horses at Regan's at the moment, so I'll probably just stay up with them. And um, Smokin' Bandar, he'll, he'll probably race in a fortnight um, in the Canterbury Classic. And um, he'll, he'll go through that, and then we'll sort of decide from there um, you know, will we line him up again or just go straight to the free-for-all after that? OK, mate, you won the last on the card on Friday night and with a horse called Street Art, but you didn't drive this one. So Nathan Williamson does the driving here. What's the story there? Obviously, you're a, you're a good driver, so how come Nathan's doing the steering on Street Art? Yeah, he's just a little bit of a tricky horse around home. Um, you know, he can pull and hang a little bit um, and I just thought perhaps rather than go out there with the mindset of what he what he's like at home um, you know I'd probably be best just to sit in the stand and, and let Nash just you know sum it up himself um, he, he's, he's a different horse on race day sort of goes out there and he's he reasonably professional so I just thought perhaps rather than driving myself and um, you know think about what he might do wrong just, just let Nash do it and, you know, he's a brilliant driver, um, you know, and it proved to work. So it just, um, yeah, just for that horse, I thought perhaps, you know, Nath can do it, go out there and, um, and, and you know, got the job done. It was great. He was very brave to the line. Um, he's a three-year-old. People obviously think, do you go to a derby? But it's a hell of a tough year to be a derby horse. What is the aim for street art? Yeah, um, sort of. Just waiting and see with him, really. Um, he's only had the two starts. He's managed to win both of them. Um, Nath was quite impressed with him the other night. He said he, he, the one inside of him probably got a little bit close. He has a mercy blind on the inside and just couldn't see that horse coming. So he said he felt like he did it easy enough. So we'll probably just put him in a rating race in a fortnight. And um, just, you know, he, he was reasonably lucky the other night. He sort of got to set his own terms in front and the, the way the race was run sort of suited him, so it's just a horse like him, it's sort of hard to know um, you know, just how far he'll go, so I think we'll just race him through and, and just, you know see how he steps up as to where we go with him, but the derby you know, like you say, this year it's um, it's incredibly tough, so we sort of haven't got any real plan as, as, as to where we head there um, I'm sort of just 50-50 on where we nominate or not um, I, I think we'll just sort of I have to sit down this week and, and make a decision on that. Craig, how many horses are you training down there in the south? And um, are you a guy who's still growing his stable, or are you at capacity because of staff reasons at the moment? Yeah, so we do 20 at the moment. Um, that's sort of the number I'll, I'll try and stick around. For now, um, I'm lucky I've got um, some really good staff, uh, Max Hill and, and Mark Harrell working for me, so... Um, you know, and they're really, really good guys and, and good drivers and that. So at the moment, we sort of, you know, we have a pretty, pretty good setup. At, you know, the way things are going. So obviously, always looking to take on more horses. But um, at, you know, just for now, twenty seems to be a good number. 
Well, Craig, you're handling yourself well. You've got some serious horses to bring to Cup Week with your mate Regan Todd, and you've got a chance in the Dominion. So that must be pretty exciting. It is, mate. It's um, you know really exciting. It's nice to be at, to have horses that we can bring to Addington and and to race and to be competitive. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's sort of something that I've always wanted to do. Something we sort of aim towards, and, and now we've got a couple that can come up here and, and race well. And um, you know, with, with Smoke and Banda, sort of. We, we didn't really expect him to go as good as he did the other night. So, you know, hopefully he can continue. And, you know, it's, it's really exciting that not only, you know, is he likely to make the race like the Dominion, but, you know, he's going to be competitive in it, which is um, a huge thrill. Sure is, Craig. Mate, uh, thanks for joining us this morning, uh, telling us more about your team and how you travel them and where they stay and what all works together. And, mate, looking forward to, uh, to seeing how things develop for you because your career is on an upward trajectory. Thanks very much, Rick. Craig Ferguson drove or trained two winners, drove one of them at Addington on Friday night. Another man who was starring on Friday night was Steve Telfer. He and his sister Amanda lead the Premiership. We'll talk to him after this break because they won the Canterbury Classic with BD Joe. That's BD Joe at the top of the straight. Leads the classic field for home. 28 4, third quarter. Shaken up, self assured. Spank him about to get the inside run from He's a Sport and got you covered. BD Joe the leader. Spank him two lengths away. Then came self assured. It's BD Joe. Spank him's a length off him. BD Joe. BD Joe's in front and they've handed him the classic. BD Joe a half a length on Spank him. Self assured for third. The big boys came out to play on Friday night at Addington in the Canterbury Classic. That was a lead-up to the IRT New Zealand Cup. And BD Joe, too good after a perler of a drive from Ben Butcher. And Steve Telfer is the co-trainer. Congratulations to you and Amanda and the whole team there, Steve. But you must have loved that tactical move early from Ben Butcher, which helped win you the race. Yeah, thanks, Mick. Um, yeah, really pleased with his, uh, you know, his effort, and um, yeah, Ben, um, Ben showed a lot of mouse there, and um, you know, trying to trying to get a little bit of an advantage over the over the favoured ones, and um, yeah, no, it worked out worked out well for him. We know he's a good horse. He's won a harness jewels beating Krug about fifteen months ago, but you were very patient with him at the back end of last season. You had options to go to the race at Cambridge. You had options to go to to other races, but you said, no, I'm thinking about next season. Do you feel that's yeah. paying off for you now? Yeah, yeah. Look, I think um, the transition from three-year-old to open-class racing, you know, is always always quite tough on them. So he was always planned to have a just a, a small dip into it. And, um, you know, I think he only had eight or nine starts and, um, give him time to strengthen up um, and mature before taking on taking on these really really good ones. So um, look, so far it seems to have worked out well for him, and um, you know he, he looks good for it, and he um, yeah he's definitely definitely strengthened up, mate. Steve, you have two serious open class horses who could be cups contenders: Beanie Joe and Alter Wise Guy. Are they both intending to go to the IRT New Zealand Cup, and how do they get there? Yeah, look, they'll they'll definitely be there. That's where they're heading um, now the, with their early season form, um, and um, you know, barring barring anything unforeseen happening, but um, that's where they're both headed. Um, Ultra Wise Guy, he's going to race this week in the Methven Cup, and um, from there he'll go to Ashburton, and um, hopefully from there he'll be. Um, in good enough shape that he'll go straight to the cup. Um, he's always raced a bit better on the fresher side, um, 
Uh, we have got the cup trial as a backup option, but um, I don't don't think he'll need it. And uh, BD Joe, he'll um, he'll um, I see Eddington have put on a race in a couple of weeks' time, um, and he probably will start there on the 14th, um, and then into Ashburton, and and that'll be it for him too before he heads to the cup. We saw your filly Carlo a flyby um, produce a dazzling sprint in the last 150 of her race at Cambridge on Thursday night. She's a pretty good filly, Steve, and she could have been a Group 1 winner at a previous start. What's on the offing for her? Because I think a lot of people sort of don't know what races are coming up next for these horses because of the new programs. Yep. Yeah, look, we're all, we're all getting our head around the new the new um, season and the way it falls out. But, um, yeah, look, she's um, she's going to stay in Auckland. She's not Harness Millions eligible, which is down here in a couple of weeks, but she'll stay in... She'll stay up north. There's another heat on the 20th, and um, she'll be on a truck straight after that and um, taking the cup trials on the 2nd and, and her finals on the 11th on show day. So that'll be that'll be her path. Mate, you're leading the premiership. You and Amanda and all the team at Stonewall Stud. The South Island team is flying. Things are going great. Are you now starting to think about this? Are you now starting to think, hey, we might win this? Yeah, look, look, it's definitely in the back of the mind, Mike. Um, first and foremost, we're just trying to get the winners each week. But, um, you know, it's getting closer to the end of the season. We've got a little little break. Um, Johnny and um, Robert and Johnny and, and Mark are, are, you know, coming out with some big big teams now. So, um, look, I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure it'll get be very close at the end of the se- end of the end of the season. But, um, yeah, we're in with a good chance, mate. Do you have an option to go to a place like Manawatu? Because you have some lower-grade horses. You have some horses who maybe aren't Addington horses. Would you support those Manawatu meetings, which might give you a couple of, without being rude, easier kills? Yeah, look, I think there, there, there's um, the first Manawatu meeting planned on um, Labor Day, the same day as Ashburton. Um, and we are planning to take, you know, take half a dozen down there um, from Auckland. So, um, yeah, we'll... we'll We've supported them in the past, so we'll, we'll continue to do that, mate. Yep. Look, Steve, things are going great. It's exciting to have a, a potential premiership-winning stable. You and the other Steve and Jill have had so much work into this with Amanda and everybody else, mate. Um, we appreciate yep. your time. Looking forward to seeing how this all develops and, of course, the path to the IRT New Zealand Cup for your two horses. No. Thanks, mate. Appreciate it. Thanks for the time, mate. Steve Telford does a great job with the media, a wonderful job with the horses. His partner, Jill, does a fantastic job with the owners. They have a good thing going on at Stonewall Stud. Producer dude, Robbie, with Miss Greg O'Connor today, I've missed him about 17%. In a percentage, how much would you miss, Greg? Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't, can I put a percentage on it? I don't know. Stuff stuff like that is just... Uh, underneath uh, 30, I'd say, because you haven't yeah, mentioned maybe. them all day. Maybe, yeah, that, that is true. But uh, Who's won the $50 bet? Which which um, which one of our stories, which may or may not be true, did you like the most? Yeah, well, first of all, I, d- I do wish Greg well on his spy mission. I, yeah. hope, I hope that went well. <laughs> That's supposed to be a secret. Oh, okay, okay. never mind. Well, you, you were the one who revealed it Actually, on yeah, sorry, yeah, it, just, <laughs> it just came out. Anyway, Barry uh, was the clubhouse leader, and he took it in the end. Good so, on you, Barry. Um, yeah. yeah. You had... Lexi T, you've retired, mate. Um, well done, retiring them when the nights and sounds. You get $50 from the tab. And um, producer dude Robbie will be back next week with Greg if he survives the spy mission because I'm going to be. Where am I going? I'm going to Victoria. 
for the Victoria Cup to see Copy That, who actually ran fifth last night, but also Major Perry won a heat of the Victoria Derby. Thank you, Producer Dude Robbie. You're doing an outstanding job. Look after Gregory next week if he makes it back. If he doesn't, because I'm not here, you're in charge of the show. Oh, great. That'll, that'll go amazing. Yeah, it'll be awesome for everybody involved. That's Trot's Talk, courtesy of Harness Racing New Zealand. All the action's on today at Timaru. Get to tab.co.nz if you want to have a bet on Spring Rewards Day. Good luck if you do. Stick around. We're going Greyhound Racing here on SCNZ.